Good morning. This is Moment with Mo Aufalaji. You're welcome to this beautiful atmosphere. You're welcome to atmosphere where God is maker ready, available to tune our life to the signal. That way our life is going to experience a lifting, a life change transformation, a life that will not have a choice, that cannot remain the same again, a life that will experience the turnaround, supernatural turnaround of God. In Jesus' name. So let's quickly have a word of prayer. Our most precious Father, we want to thank you because we know that you are a good God. Thank you, Father, for the life, gift of life they have given unto all our listeners this morning. We call you Abba Father. We ask, Lord, because you have been our Ebenezer, we ask, Father, that you continue to take us thus far. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Can somebody say amen again? Amen. So our discussion this morning is all about grace. So what is grace, if I may ask? In a quick definition, grace is an is explained to be a merited favor. You know, this definition is a definition that is extremely common. I remember when I was young, that's when we know this definition. Very young then, if you were, if when you were growing up, you always attend Bible study, definitely, you definitely get yourself familiar with Grace being an unmerited favor. So grace is a merited favor of God, <clears throat> pardon me, sorry, over a man to make him become whom he cannot become by himself. But with the, with the merited favor of God, he, the grace of God can make him to become who God wants him to be through the help of God. So that's why I said grace is a merited favor. So this morning we'll be looking in God deeper. You know, we have different dimensions of grace. But the one we're going to be concentrating on this morning is going to be grace forgiven. So our anchor text is 2 Peter 3.18. But continue to grow and increase in God's grace and intimacy with our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. So you know this, um, the anchor text is just trying to tell us that by the time we continue to grow in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, definitely it will expand us is to give us intimacy and you know you have to be the grace of god because we understand that grace of god is unmerited meaning that god will have to give you that chance so that you can grow more with him i, I you know there is a saying i always say on this platform that god is everly ready for us we are the one that we are not ready for him there is no time that's why we call him an appointment keeper there is no time you keep an appointment with your creator with your maker there is no always there. He is always there. He's ever ready. But we are the one that always miss appointment. We are the one that we are not always available when he wants us. So let's just focus our mind and know what we want out of all of this life, you know. So may we may we re, may we receive all the glory that God has for us in Jesus' name that pertains to eternity. Amen. So grace is an enabler. So grace helps, you know, grace is a merited favor, just like what the definition says. So with the help of grace, grace enables you to do what you cannot do ordinarily. Grace is an enabler, is the power of God to, to have a finished work. So imagine the project or something that you have been trying to do for a long time that you cannot do by yourself. With the help of the grace of God, is an enabler that helps you to accomplish that project. Is an enabler that helps you to get on that line that thing that looks like impossible that thing that you know that your strength cannot put you through 
cannot push you through. But with the help of the grace of God, because the grace of God is enabler, definitely you will definitely do it exceedingly. That's what grace does. Second Corinthians 9, it also says that God is able to make all grace abound, you know. If you read that scripture downward very well, he's saying that through the grace of God, he can make his grace to be all sufficient. That means through the grace of God, all things, you know, all things are bound. We have the abundance of God's riches in every aspect of our life. There are dimensions of grace. And just like what I said, we are the one that we activate the grace of God, you know. The way we express grace of God, that is in the area of giving. It is a commandment from God. Giving is a commandment, which you have to understand. So the way we now express that grace of, of giving is what is not lie in our own custodia. You know, God can give a commandment, but are we obedient to it? Do we obey to the to the least? Do we obey extremely? Are we obedient children of God? If you're obedient children of God, then definitely number one, you are kingdom, you are kingdom conscious. Because obedience is number one thing that God really loves. When you obey God in every aspect of your life, I mean that you are allowing God to take effect. But in every other aspect of your life that you are not allowing God, you will definitely see the absence of God. And when there is absence of God, definitely you are inquiring that Satan has to occupy. Because God cannot force himself, just like the Holy Spirit cannot force himself upon us. Holy Spirit is a person of God. So when you don't allow God to occupy by not being obedient in your life, meaning that you are opening the space of your life to the devil. So that's why there is a saying that always says that there is a doorway that the enemy always have access to. So it could be seen, it could be anything. But for us to be conscious in God, meaning that we have to activate obedience in every aspect of our life so that God can have his way in our life. So we are, we are still talking about grace to be, grace of giving. So, you know, I have a few points I wrote. I say giving is not dependent on what you have. So it's not because you have money or you don't have money. You can have money, but you don't have the absolute habit of giving. You don't have the willingness of giving. The Spirit of God is not seen, it has not pruned you to the level to know that all your resources that you have to be given back to the Him that provided for us. So giving is not dependent on what we have because we can actually have, but we may not have the act of giving. But it is encouraged when you have it. So when you have it, because of your intention that you know that, ah, I'm prone to giving, I know that when I give, God will definitely give it to me back. When I give, I'm obeying the principle of God. When I give, is a commandment of God that I'm obeying. I'm, I'm making myself subjection under, making myself surrender under the, under the will of God. So that is why I say that. But it is encouraged when you have it. So meaning that when you know that you are putting yourself under the submission of being God, then definitely when you have it in your hand, then definitely you give it. Giving can also be set up. You can learn how to give and be encouraged, and you definitely encourage yourself. So even if you don't know the knowledge, when I said the commandments, it's now for you to now go and study the scriptures. What's God saying? What's the Bible? What's the word of God saying about giving? So when you now understand what the word of God is saying about giving, then you can have more knowledge about it. Then you encourage yourself to give. I say you can also grow and abound in giving. That is the God kind of grace. So when you when you learn, just like when I say you definitely go search the scripture. Searching the scripture is like gaining knowledge. So by the time you now gain knowledge in that aspect of giving, 
then your wisdom is abound. Then you know, then you have more capacity. You have more enabler. You have more grace for that giving, which I call the giving grace. Number five, I said provision is made available when you give because you cannot give to God and you will not get it back. No, it doesn't work like that. When you give to God, you will definitely get it back. So Bible says that when you give to the poor, you are leaning onto the Lord. So when you lend to somebody, meaning that you get it back. So that's just the way it works. Provision to will definitely be made available for you when you give. Number five, I said your motive to give must be right. So we can see that in Psalm 112 verse 9. When your motive to give is not right, you just waste your giving. Your motive must be right. It must be, it must be, it must be sacrificial. You cannot give because you know that when you do this, you get back. No. Your motive must be right. That's when you get it back. So number six, I say according to Proverbs 11, 24, the reward of giving is what? Is profit, is influence, is honor. That's if you read that Bible scripture very well, 24 to 25. It says that when you give, you have honor, you have profit, you have influence, and you will never be forgotten. Go and check most people in the Bible. Bible says that the first person that ever gave a gift, a sacrifice, that God cannot take his eyes off for Solomon. In a day, thousand. That way, even when Solomon wanted to sleep, God had to wake him. That way, tell me, what do you want? So, meaning that when you have the habit of giving, you can never be forgotten. You will definitely be rewarded. And Bible says our reward is profit. Our reward is honor. Our reward is influence. So, tell me, if you are a giver and you understand the grace of giving and you have all of this, then tell me, your life can never be dull. You will definitely have abundance because when you have profit, meaning that anything you do, will definitely prosper in your hand. When you have influence, meaning that you cannot be you cannot be ignored, meaning that you are definitely recommended. And when you have honor, you can imagine, meaning that you are somebody of peculiar, meaning that you will be in a place and people will reference you. So when you cannot be forgotten, meaning that your name will remain for a long time. So that's a very profound one. So I said ways to, to giving grace. So what are the things that God is talking about? Which area? What are the giving? When he said giving is a commandment, so what are the areas that God expects us to give that will now make it to be a commandment? No one I said giving as a praise to God. So you make sure that your sacrifice costs you something. So when you are praising God, make sure that it's something that is acceptable. We have several examples of David in the Bible. When David wants to praise God, he doesn't just praise God casually. He prays God that most of the time his garments, his linen, fall off on his body. That's the kind of giving that God wants. That's the kind of giving that will have reward. So when you give, the number one I said, giving as a praise. Also, we also have Israel. You know, Israel, their descendants that we always make reference to. And the Israelites, they will never give a, a sacrifice to God that is blemish. Never. They never give animal that have issues. They always give a blemish. Uh, animal, a sacrifice to God. So also, if you want to say, you want to walk in that same pattern of the Israelites, or you want to walk in the same life pattern of people in the Bible that give praise to God, you must definitely make your own praise to count. That's when it can be count as giving unto God. Number two, I said, invest in your gospel. Invest in the gospel. Number one, part of what God really counts, I would say most important of what God really value is evangelism. You know, we have so many um, Bible scriptures to back it. In Mark 16, 15, 
Bible was saying that this work of gospel is commandment from God. Go he into the world and preach the gospel to all nations. So Mark 16 is talking about how God value gospel, how God wants us to go and preach. You don't expect that the death of God to be wasted now. When God came to this world to take away the sin of man, we need to preach it. So even if you do, you cannot go on the field to do the mission work, your money can definitely do it. It's not compulsory. You have to have millions before you can start supporting the ministry. No. Even if it is your 1,000 naira, Even if it is, if it is the aspect of your, your the ministry in your church that they do mission seed, mission uh, offering. So into it. God does really value it. And also, we also, we have to also be a partaker of preaching the gospel. Just like what I was, I'm doing now. It's not compulsory. You have to be online. You can be your friend. You can be that colleague in your office. You can be that neighbor in your house. Make sure that our mouth is not closed. And we are willing so to God. God said there's a reward. That's why there's a parable that says that you will leave the 99 and go after one, one sheep. Why? Because that one sheep is very important. So whenever you bring, you preach the gospel, your work is even to be the, convert, the person that will convert the soul. Holy Spirit does it. But whenever you open your mouth and you preach to somebody, I can tell you that God is really interested and there is joy. Especially when that soul is converted to God, there is joy in heaven. That's what we are. The Bible told, explained to us in many ways that there is joy in heaven over his soul. Another aspect of giving the Bible recognizes also is the number three point is giving to the poor. You know, Proverbs 19.17 says that that's when you give to the poor, you are lending unto the Lord. So, meaning that that aspect is really, really important to God. All material that you want to give to your to the poor, make sure that it's something that's of value. Don't say you want to give to the poor. Now, now give a, a one-out clause, something that it's not useful to you. Again. I can tell you that kind of giving does not have reward for. But when you give a giving that is that is sacrificial, a giving that costs you something, then that is when it's the grace of it. You will definitely enjoy the reward of it. Then another one for I said your titan. Whenever you exercise your tithes, it's a privilege that you are accepting, you are accepting that God should be the one that will order and maintain your life. You are releasing the authority of God over every aspect of your life. And that's what tight does. Bible says you open the window of heaven. You will reboot devourer for our sake. Meaning that the giving grace of Titan will definitely not allow any aspect of your life to be closed. And when you are experiencing, maybe you are giving your Titan, you are experiencing a close heaven, you are experiencing something that is not working. There is one truth that I want to say, because something that I have actually experienced it, is that you are giving your tithes, but there are aspects of your life that you are not allowing the totalness of God to take domain over. You are giving your tithe, yes, you are declaring the word of God. Then another thing, even if you are now giving your tithe and you have prayed and you are expecting something to happen, there is this quick um, confession I quickly want to give us, which I use. If you are listening, I really appreciate it. You should just say it. It's a declaration of authority. So you say that, I'm giving the grace of tithe. I am in the land which you have provided for me. That is, you are saying back to Jesus. That Jesus Christ, I am in the land. The Bible says, we give us unto us territory. So, Lord, I am in the land that I have given unto me. The kingdom of authority of God. I confess that this day unto the Lord, 
that I am come into the inheritance which the Lord has sworn to give me. Do you understand that? The Lord has sworn to give us inheritance when we give our tithe. He said he will rebuke the devourer for our sake. So it's not for us now to not cultivate the confession. When you are giving your tithe and you are not seeing the promise of God, cultivate the confession. Say it. Declare in the name of the Lord that in Jesus' name, the kingdom of Almighty God, I I profess and I confess that this day unto the Lord God, that I have come into the inheritance which the Lord God has sworn to me. You know, all this giving is your is your access. And when you deposit all of this, definitely you will definitely make a withdrawal. It's like an individual. If you don't put money in your account, you know you cannot make a withdrawal. So if God is telling you know, that all this aspect of giving, they are the area for us to have access to prosperity. They are area for us to have access to God inheritance. They are area for us to be able to withdraw from our heavenly inheritance. So meaning that giving to the poor, giving your tithes, giving praise, all of this, they are very important. Investing into the gospel, they are very key for us to be able to access to God's kingdom. And I pray that on the accounts of us being obedient to the Lord of God, that grace will continue to abound to us in Jesus' name. I pray that today will be an awesome day for us and we enjoy the grace of God because the grace of God is unmerited. So we don't need to, we, do, we don't actually deserve it or qualify for it, but God just released it to us. I pray that today will be a good day. I remember to call out for that. You have a lovely day and remain blessed. Bye-bye.